Yo, 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 and welcome back to the Banter Boys podcast. My name is Sanji. With me is Ryan. How you doing, boy? Yo, I am clearly not doing as well as you are. <laughs> you didn't even drop the welcome, welcome, welcome. I know. It's, it's just to highlight how drunk you are. I'm not drunk. I've, you know, just uh, had a very fun conference, as as one does. Hey, listen, you lost your voice that at your last true. conference. That is true. They're <laughs> My fun, voice man. Is intact. They're fun. <laughs> they are so much fun. <laughs> you learn a lot. You meet a lot of people, and uh, you know, you just celebrate uh, the end of each day of the uh, conference. It's just a shame that uh, tonight was the last night. Oh, really? Yeah. Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, weird. Yeah. It's weird. I know. Uh, it ends tomorrow, I think, around like 3 or 4 p.m. I'm sure people are going to go for okay, pints. that's better. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still it's still pretty much like another full day. It's just like tonight's my last night in uh, Oxford ah, or whatnot. Okay, okay. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie though. They they put us up in like a really nice place. Uh, I was surprised with like the the you know the state of the the hotel and stuff like that. But uh, no complaints. Uh, been you know wined and dined. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a happy bloke uh, and looking forward to the Christmas break. Not gonna lie, because when this conference finishes, I still have to go back to work for a couple of days. I hear. So, you. so the problem with yeah. Christmas break. From a football perspective, it's there is no break. It's like oh no, non-stop. no, no! No, I mean that. That's why we're potting, right? That's why I took my recording equipment all the way to Oxford, just so you know we can uh, entertain, not educate our uh, fans and listeners. Entertain, educate, no, neither educate. of those. <laughs> educate sounds like a drug to it me. Does. To be honest. So. <laughs> I mean, we are a drug. We're an addictive duo, you know. So I, I want some education, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, guys, welcome to the Banter Boys podcast. If you are new to this podcast, uh, we are a fan tracks podcast. We cover everything in the default version of the game. Uh, so typically, how we run these pods is we have two halves. Uh, in the first half, we run a data dump uh, looking at the default scoring categories of the previous game week, which would be game week 17. Uh, then we catch up in our leagues, see how we did, um, any moves that we're considering, any issues that we're facing. Uh, then we take a half ten pint and jump back into the second half with uh twitter or discord questions and i think it's all from discord you know why because everyone's in our fucking discord it's great it's really really great we even got a plug by the way did you see that from draft espresso on twitter i did not yeah yeah yeah. he plugged the discord man it was uh it was amazing so shout out very to you nice, draft very espresso. Nice. i appreciate you you know um we we you know what before we get into like chats and bands and everything like that i should do social plugs gotta do the biz part of the pod so ross do your thing right here yeah for sure so you can message us on twitter and instagram our handles at banta b on discord in the draft pl channel banta boys hashtag six five eight five on reddit you backslash banta underscore boys you can listen to us on spotify apple podcast school podcast soundcloud and youtube all under the name of banta boys 
All right. So, I mean, hopefully you've listened to us. Um, you know, hit that like button, hit that follow button, especially hit that five star button, especially, you know, if you live, um, you listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I heard Google Podcast was closing down at the end of this year. By no. Yeah, I think so. Though I'm not sure how many people actually listen to us on Google Podcasts. So, listen, if you do, and there's another platform that we don't cover and we should, let us know. Slide into our DMs. Let us know. But yeah, um, I don't know. Is, is there anything else we should... We should... I mean, there are a couple things we should definitely talk about. And I mean, we'll probably get into it uh, because, you know, it's been brought up in our question segment. But someone lost their job this week. Yeah, the coops. Um, harsh? No, I don't think so. A bit, a How bit. Come? Maybe maybe a bit harsh. I feel like it's harsh. But you know what? They have two squads. They could have just brought on two managers and made it work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forget. Who's replacing? Nuno. Nuno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I've seen like initial chats in like uh, fan tracks groups and stuff like that. And... The initial impression is like they're people like a little bit worried about the potential points output of some assets or even players in general just because of his style of football. Yeah, I'd be worried too as like a Gibbs White owner maybe or something like that. Um, it's a strange one. I don't know if Nuno's going to be do that much better with that squad. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. I, d- I have no idea what to expect. I, I do want a fullback. I'm sorry, a wingback. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Because when I think Nuno, I think Doherty. Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm I'm not sure what to expect. But, yeah, man. that It really sucks for Steve Cooper. Like, I, I genuinely thought they would have j- at least given him until the end of the season. It's not like he's, like, bottom of the table or anything like that. I mean... Sure, they've had some shit results, but they've also had, like, weird injuries at different times. And I don't think they, like, properly replaced Brennan in that squad. True, they did not. Um, Sorry, I got distracted earlier, but just playing a game here. Guess Steve Cooper's (laughs) age. (laughs) Steve Cooper's age. uh, 57. Minus 13. He's Fuck 44. Off. I saw Arsenal when off. he got sacked, and I was just like, it said the 44-year-old, and I'm like, what? Is there someone else? Like, Okay, Steve Cooper clearly dr- does drugs. Like, Educane. <laughs> 44? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yo. Mate, he could still be playing football. Like, what I the I know, fuck? right? <laughs> That's crazy. That is gen. I would have never. That's a great uh, quiz. Honestly, yeah, yeah, quiz yeah. Question. Yeah, I would have definitely gotten that wrong. Yeah, yeah. That's wild, man. Um, but who who knows? Like, I, I'm almost tempted to say no. Like, Forrester relegation rivals candidates. Like, they've they've got to be considered now. Surely. I don't know. I, I'm. I think they're going to get a bit of a new manager bounce. I think they'll be fine. Um, City are going to be docked 100 points and then... <laughs> <laughs> so that's why they'll stay up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, they're in 17th position, right? Sure, they're five points ahead of Luton Town, who's in 18th, but... 
Yeah, man. I, I don't know. It's uh, it's a little concerning. I agree. I just feel like other teams are a bit worse off at the moment. Like, yes, they probably going to be scrapping at the end again. And it's not a place they would want to be after splashing all that money. But I just feel like the Lutons, the Burnleys, the Sheffields aren't there yet. Like Luton has shown up size recently, but I think they're still going to be in that relegation zone for quite some time. Fair, fair. Uh, Another thing I do want to mention is uh, blue is the color. Football is the game. Uh, we're all together. City won. Winning is our aim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not that. I was uh, <laughs> trying to sing the the Chelsea song because we beat Newcastle I on know. penalties. <laughs> I'm just cutting you off before you go there. Seeing some Chelsea. You're lucky fans. I didn't break out into lyrics like proper proper tunes and everything like that. See. I've got to respect my uh, my fellow hotel mates. I guess True. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I have a room to myself, so I shouldn't really give a fuck. But <laughs> true. I see a bunch of Chelsea fans like, yes, guys, this was it. This was the comeback. Come on. Like a what gift from Trippier. Trippier was just, yeah. Oh, I didn't I didn't watch the game. Yo, I've barely watched any football. Didn't even watch match of the day. Like, literally, I've been at the conference looking at stuff about physics and just drinking. Like, Great. I have no idea what's going on in football. I looked at the scoreline and I was like, yep. All right, let's go. Best team in the world again. <laughs> nice, nice. You see, just yeah, like so all I, the Chelsea fans, same exactly. <laughs> action. But but like, what 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 can you tell us about it? Like, what did you notice and stuff about I, about the cup games tonight? I didn't watch any either. Um, I just heard that Trippier messed up again. He got the assist for the goal. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it's Gordon injured. By the way, Gordon I saw that. Gordon injured, gone off. Uh, Hammy, I think. Uh, someone Jeez. else can confirm, but probably does not make the busy period. I make it through. Uh, Colwell also went off injured, but I think the comments at the end of the game was he'll be fine for the next one. Okay. It was weird, though, I think. Gusto actually played left back for the entire game when he came on. Wow. Okay. Which was probably just, just about half time. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, there's an asset that you... Oh, oh maybe not. I believe in Banta Bash as well that came on. Yeah, yeah. For like, and Concur. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I I was just gonna like see if there was any sort of assets about like if there were any statistics about him. I know he scored one of the Pens. winning penalties. Yeah. yeah. So I just uh, he go for it. He he played twenty one minutes. Uh, he had a shot on target. Uh. Is there anything else relevant? Um, he won an aerial. Uh, he lost possession once. So I'm just like trying to translate his possible fan tracks, you know, output sort of thing. But I guess it's hard to man. judge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he scored a goal, right? Yeah, so. true, true, true. <laughs> Actually, who took the first pen for you guys? Cole did. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if Cole keeps pens or if Ngunku takes it. I think he keeps them, to be honest. Yeah, if he goes up first, you would think so. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, Cole took it. Gallagher took one. And Kunku, like we mentioned, scored the third. And uh, Mikhailo Mudrik with the fourth. So. Oh, and I heard uh, the save for Matt Ritchie's uh, miss was great. I didn't actually see it myself. But then after that, I saw a bunch of people asking, is Petrovic going to be number one now, even if Sanchez comes back? 
I mean, you know my opinion on Sanchez. Like, yeah, he's trash. <laughs> like, he's he's a okay shot stopper, but he does not fill me with confidence because he has these terrible fucking moments where he just puts the entire team in jeopardy. Oh, it is in the game show. That's fun. What is terrible goalkeeper? (laughs) 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 I mean, listen, I'm okay with Petrovic being mean. Like, uh, again, I've I've not seen his debut and stuff like that, but surely it can't be worse than what Sanchez has done. So, yeah, I mean... Definitely not. It's very hard to compete (laughs) with that. (laughs) <laughs> Ramsdale did it though, but uh. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, other than that, I don't, I don't think anything massive happened. Champions League draw happened. Champions League draw, Euro- is interesting. Europa League draw, draw happened yeah. as well. Are you happy with your draw? I'm happy with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you guys facing? Just to kind of I forget. The that's why I'm happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. If fans aren't um, aware of who Ryan supports, uh, it's AC Milan. So I believe Milan have drawn Rennes. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, and you guys are playing on the 15th of February, uh, day after New Year, uh, New Year's, the day after Valentine's. Um, so I would expect that you guys should be able to get through that, right? And I mean, even the Champions League draw, like, I feel everyone got like an easy draw. You find so? Oh, yeah. There's one good game, isn't there? Isn't it Barca? Inter versus uh, Atletico oh. Madrid or something. No, right? there's one. One. Who's Napoli playing? Barcelona. There you go. That's it. Yeah, but I think Napoli wins that, bro. I think so too. But I still think it'll be a good game. I mean, Porto versus Arsenal should be a good game as well. Porto played really, really well, right? They did, but you'd gotta just assume uh, they have this Arsenal. That is. Yeah, and I mean, since he got Copenhagen, possibly the easiest opponent. Oh, for sure. But that means that quarterfinals should be tasty. Should be, should be. Yeah. And and I think that's something that wasn't there last season, right? If yeah, I, I feel like there were a couple of difficult round of 16 fixtures, right? Yeah. And then yeah. probably a easier or two quarterfinal. I can't recall. Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. I think that's enough banter. Now let's jump into our first segment, which is the data dump. Ay, 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 ay. Fantasy. With the banter, boys. <laughs> So, for our first segment, uh, we're looking at uh, key passes to start off. Game week 17, the highest number of key passes recorded was 6 by TBB and Paqueta. Uh, then 5 key passes by Luis Diaz, Bruno Guimaraes, Martinelli and Mo Salah. And then 4 key passes by Gordon, Pascal Gross, Rico Lewis, Darwin Nunez and Martin Odegaard. Thoughts, Ryan? Um. Okay, so the ones that topped this list absolutely smashed it. Trent and Paqueta. Um, six key passes, but Paqueta also got a hat-trick of assists. Yeah. Trent had a great game. Didn't get any uh, returns, but still smashed it. Well, I guess a clean sheet is a return, right? Um, yeah. 
But there were so many Liverpool players on this list, which just speaks volumes to how many wasted chances versus uh, United. Yeah, I mean, you alluded to it during our waiver pod that Manchester United were basically under siege. Yes, yes, very much so. Um, granted, they didn't give up any big chances, so I think some credit due to them, but really and truly, Darwin should have taken a chance or made some better decisions. Uh, Salah should have done better himself. In some instances, they really should have scored, man. It was like, Insane how many chances they took. Darwin should have taken a chance. Water is wet. Like, how many times are we going to keep saying this every fucking game week? So the thing is, when you put him in blue and he plays for his country, he just does great, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know what happens. Yeah. Didn't they, like, beat Argentina and, like, rebroke their unbeaten Something. streak all over again? Yeah. Like. I'm pretty sure he scored that game. I and... think he scored in both games in that last international break, oh, whatever it was. God. <laughs> this guy's... He's... Man, you own him. Like, so frustrating to own, surely. Like, and you're going to keep him, aren't I you? I am. I love it. Like, <laughs> once he's getting the starts, I'm okay with it. I mean, most going to AFCON. True. True. Yeah. Um. Newcastle and Arsenal both putting up two players on this list. I mm. don't want to go crazy for Newcastle yet because that was Raul's moment of madness that caused that, I would yeah. say. Good point. Arsenal, yeah. though. Game state. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Arsenal, though. Odegaard playing deeper, but looking mm. great. Martinelli getting all the right places and looking horrible with his finish. Man, mm. I don't know this Martinelli and I'm worried. That if he doesn't figure it out soon, that Arsenal are going to start worryingly looking well to bottle it, basically. Yeah, I yeah we we talked about like Arsenal's attack looking better now. Their defense is a little leakier. Like that being said, they still like pretty much shut Brighton out. I mean, I don't yeah. say that because they kept a clean sheet, but. First 45 minutes. I don't think Brighton had a single shot. Like, Matoma, like, we talked about Waverpod. Like, he ended up negative points, I think. Right. Fan tracks-wise. Which is really fucking weird for a Brighton team. But, uh, yeah, Odegaard has just come back uh, with a bang from his injury. Um, he really did. And looks amazing right now. Yep. I think a trade got mentioned in our Discord as well. Like... Uh, potentially, like, Sobo for Odegaard or something like that. Like, would you do that? Like, because Sobo's fallen off a fucking cliff as well. Yeah, he doesn't make any of the uh, data dump lists this week. I would no. keep Odegaard, honestly. Odegaard's finally showing his round one value. I know some leagues do this, like, halfway through the season, they redraft. Mm. And I saw a guy asking on um, Discord... I get to keep one player from my redraft before we redraft. And Odegaard was one of them. James Ward Prowse was another. And, and I think right now Odegaard has most votes. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Makes sense. Exactly. I mean, he's captain. Could get a random pen. Yeah. And, and Ward Prowse hasn't been ghosting as well as he's used to, right? Like when he gets his returns, yes. But he's not getting the double yeah. digits. Yeah, it's it's the same thing like I was just mentioning about Sobo as well. Like, 
after his 28.5 hole on October 29th versus Nottingham Forest, like since then, his points have been two versus Luton in 65 minutes, 7.5 versus Brentford in 88 minutes, two versus Man City in 72 minutes, six versus Fulham in 63 minutes. I mean, 21 versus Sheffield United, that's like, I feel like that's, you wouldn't be surprised. It's yeah. a bit versus Sheffield United, right? But then after that, 1.5 versus Crystal Palace in 73 minutes. Four points versus Manchester United in 60 minutes. He's getting subbed, scoring shit. Like, at one point, he seemed like he was end of round one, like mid-round two value. Agreed. Uh, I think it's a matter of time. I think when the period gets less busy um, and he's he's able to play full games again, comfortably I think then we'll start to see value from him again I yeah mean, I, I just bring him up because we see four Liverpool players in this category and he's not there yeah 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 he didn't get a single key pass and and uh that's mental did he no sorry wait did he yeah no he didn't no. that's mental yeah yeah, yeah. crazy um I mean other than that uh Gross is, it, it makes sense. Uh, Rico Lewis. Bit of a surprise. <laughs> we kind of bashed him, but you know what? Yeah. City don't have a game this game week. Don't even need to talk about it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's move on then. Uh, shots and how many were in target, uh, which I did not obviously put in the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, just do the first two categories again. First two lines. Let me... Let me quickly just pull that up give me one sec okay so the highest number of shots recorded in game week 17 was six by mo salah he had four on target and then five shots attempted by three players here uh miggy almiron with one of his five on target martin odegaard with one of his five on target cole palmer with two of his five on target and then there's a bit of a long list uh, for four shots attempted. Uh, there's Trent with zero on target, Gabriel Jesus with two on target, Cody Gakpo with zero on target. And it should be noted, he had four shots in 28 minutes, you know, coming on as a sub. Right. Uh, so again, alluding to Manchester United just being battered in that game. Um, Morgan Gibbs-White had zero of his four shots on target. Anthony Gordon with one of his four shots on target. Kai with one of his four shots on target. Konate with one of his four shots on target. Martinelli with zero of four on target. Alex Moreno with two of his four on target. Bukaya Sako with one of his four on target. Matthias Cunha with two of his four on target. Son with two of his four on target. And finally, Callum Wilson with one of his four on target. Thoughts, Ryan? Yeah, so again, we see, what, five Arsenal players here. Mm. Really good game week for them. How many? Four Liverpool players. Mm. And I see you highlighted um, three Newcastle. Again, it's against 10 men, so I'm not going to go crazy for that. But... We know Callum's potential when he's fit and playing. Um, so no surprise to see him there. A lot of people you would expect, like Salah, even Almiron versus 10-man, Cole, Odegaard, Trent, those are likely, right? Like The random ones, though, Konate, what is he doing on here? Uh, 
Moreno. Everyone was shooting, man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Moreno getting his chance uh, finally. Capitalizing, scoring scoring, exactly, scoring his goal. Yeah, but four shots. Just I didn't realize he was that involved. Um, Yeah, Cunha, you like you said always, you dropped him right into form. Yeah, (laughs) ghosting really well again. Uh, Yeah. But it's so annoying, man. Huang, his counterpart, got me negative one this game week. Nice. It's crazy. Very nice. Yeah. I did Still one. But... Throw, so I saw it just now by shots on target. Yeah. Vadiol, for some reason, has three shots, three on target. What the hell? Wow. Yo, he has this weird knack of, like, ghosting well in games. Yeah, he got, what, 10 points? Not a bad return. But it's not dependable. Like, any City defender. Like, exactly. I still don't trust it, Ben. Yeah. I I don't want to beat myself up like after we shot on Rico Lewis that uh, like over the weekend we considered and we we're like nah fuck it because I know the day that we do punt on a city defender mm, we're gonna fucking zero regress points. it yeah yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> but a but, lot of uh, names on here uh Kai yeah. Kai is an interesting one I think he has four returns or four goals in seven games man man has come like he's he's shown up at the the right time for arsenal and i i i feel like i've had this chat with people before uh and maybe you as well like uh i feel like kai has had big moments for arsenal uh even when he wasn't getting the fan tracks points early on in the season but now he's doing a bit of both yeah uh, he's scoring very very vital goals for them and it's helping them uh be at the top of the table so yeah, agreed. Good for the people who stuck with him. I barely know any of you, but <laughs> someone must exist somewhere. Dead teams, dead teams. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh other than that, I think everything seems fairly straightforward. Like uh Cole Palmer, I mean it's no surprise he's up there for Chelsea, Morgan Gibbs White for Forrest, like Talisman, right? Same with Son for Spurs, so Yep. Cool. All right. Now let's go to Acre Crosses into the box. Highest number was five by Kyle Walker and then three by Gordon and Kraft. Thoughts? Kraft is nuts. Uh, yeah. I mean, he came on for share and, and absolutely smashed it as we talked about on the waiver pod. But, um, what do you call it? Kyle Walker, what the hell? <laughs> mm. That's yeah. a shock. Yeah, 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 yeah. More that like, he's gotting them accurate than than <laughs> Yeah. Because he he doesn't go as well usually. He's been nope, much better this season than usual, but also what's going on with City this season, man? I'm not worried. I hear KDB's training again. They're gonna just be fine. Cause last time Well, I mean, what, they've won the title, what, three seasons in a row now? Yeah, and I mean and every time there's been a concern, oh, you know, they're behind or they're like, you know, close to like letting it slip. And it's like you said, you talk about KDB, it's like big game player and like they can <laughs> they can easily start smashing teams all of a sudden. Like Grealish, for example, was nowhere near the starting eleven for most of the season. And then I feel like last few game weeks he's just been getting consistent attacking returns. Yeah. Um I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, right. 
it, it's kind of, I think, goes back to what Chris constantly says, though, one of our maniac buddies. Um, they want to travel, right? Like, what's next for you from there? So you expect the drop off because there really is not much more you can do. And then losing Gundogan has been a massive blow, of course. Yeah. Their new additions in midfield haven't uh, had a very settled time, right? Looking at like Nunez, Kovacic. Kovacic, yeah. Yeah. Fair, yeah. All right. Uh, now, uh, in terms of like extra categories, uh, tackles won. The highest number was seven by Nico Williams. Dispossessions, a high of five by Kudus, Palmer, and Paqueta. Interceptions, there was a high of seven by Anthony Robinson. Five by Gallagher. Uh, clearances, there was 15 by Varane. Ten by Diego Carlos. Uh, successful dribbles, there was five by Kudus. Four by Gimaraes, Odegaard, and Paqueta. Aerials, there was nine by Lascelles, and then eight by Bear, Tarkowski, and McBurney, who played 66 minutes. And then block shots, there was a high of four by Lewis Dunk, and then three by Menu, Shaw, and Suchek. Thoughts, Ryan? So, actually, the fact that uh, Paqueta and Kudus show up in two categories here, and it's the two that make sense, right? Successful dribbles and then dispossessions. But what that triggered in my mind was, Yo, no West Ham player showed up in the other categories at all. And they won, what, 3-0? Yeah. Kudus brace, right? So that means he didn't even take four shots. I think he took three, scored two of them. But strange to not see West Ham when you win 3-0 on any categories here. Um, Anthony Robinson still finding avenues to point somehow. Conceded three, scored ten. Yeah, just <laughs> ain't nothing. Um, what else? What else? Aerials, a lot of players stepping it up. Like Lascelles expected, McBurney, Bear, Tarkowski, all expected. Um, it's just the totals have been increasing in recent weeks, I think. Hmm. I mean, uh, Varane ma- one makes sense as well, right? Because yeah. they were getting battered so much. Somebody has to fucking kick the ball away. So True. True. Um, Gallagher. By the also way, taking along. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, um, kudos. Like, there, there's a couple of people I think that are in like redraft leagues in our Discord, and I've I've heard or seen like chat about it on Twitter somewhere. But if you were like drafting at this point of the season, which round would you be taking kudos in? That's tough. Um, hmm. Does he go ahead of Bowen for you? No, he doesn't. But Interesting. I think he does go early second round for me. I think I'd take him ahead of Bowen. Yeah, I can see the argument. I and mean, he has a way higher ceiling. Like uh, Bowen is very return dependent. He doesn't get massive scores. But he's ticking along nicely. I, I, I don't know, man. I feel like Bowen has a slight bit more consistency to him. But Kudu's explosiveness is, is up there with the best of the yeah. best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of any other names that kind of jumps out and are worth talking about, really. Agreed. So we'll uh, move on to our next segment then, which is League Updates. 
All right, Ryan. How did you fare in Game Week 17, mate? Uh, so, I mean, is it over? I don't know. It's still up <laughs> in the air, but... Fair point. I would say it was a good Game Week all around. Um, wins on both my leagues, ones that I really care about. Wins in those cup games as well. I, I pretty much outscored my opponents to the magnitude of like 110 for me, 80 or so for them in both leagues. In both leagues, I managed to get four out of four clean sheets, including goalkeeper. One, I had Dan Burnin. Um, one, I had Simicast in. So it wasn't just bare minimum points. It was like decent points on top. Um, game week regrets. I regret benching Almiron in one league, but he hadn't been mm-hmm. ghosting well. And He's then, been doing fuck all. Exactly. Like. And then the, um, the red card is really what turned him on. Yeah. I all well oh the next league I didn't really have any regrets, but Dalo's descent red card was hilarious. I tad bit harsh. I, I don't mind it. I really wanna see these professional footballers stop acting like toddlers and I think reinforcing this this style will eventually stamp that out. But yeah, quite mm. quite harsh given the the magnitude of the game I would say. Um, roster concerns. Okay, so with the blank game week, I own Holland and Wissa in one league, so I have pretty much only Darwin as my forward in that league. I had to grab um uh, some forwards to kind of just plug, so I ended up grabbing. I dropped Lewis Cook, Le Chef, grabbed Brun Larsen, and I actually had an extra spot on this league. I didn't even realize, so I just picked up Mateta as well. But I, I think Edward is back. So not sure if that's gonna play off. Oh really? When when was the when was the mention of Edward coming back? Because I thought he had a broken red flag when I we talked about him. I think it's him. solid now. Um Ugh, that's upsetting. And he was grabbed in one of my leagues, so not sure, not certain, but probably fine again. Um and what else? Oh, in, the, uh, in that league, I only have three defenders, but it's Ben White, LaSalle's, and Dan Byrne. I think that's pretty solid. My next league, though, I only have two defenders because of Dalo's suspension. Mm. And the defenders are Livermento and Simicas. Actually, I think I own Joe Gomez there, too. So maybe I have the handcuff on that one spot, but I don't think Liver is nailed anymore. Um, it sucks because I feel like he put up his highest score for the season yeah, last game week. He did. Yeah. But I guess I have the capacity to drop players in that one. Um I also dropped Le Chef there, picked up Carlos Vicinius Vinicius. Jeez. Uh and I think I may not even use him, and if I don't, I will probably drop for a defender. Let's see. Who are my forwards there? Richarlison, I have to play. Ferguson, I might play over Vinicius. McBurney and Vinicius is a toss-up, and I think I'm preferring Vinicius right now. Yeah, I'm hearing like a bit of chat about Munoz as well, possibly starting. Same. So, yeah. So, not sure how I feel about that. I mean, I didn't spend any fab in, during my waiver wire process either, so... I don't care if I have to drop. Yeah, I was in meetings this morning that went late, so I did not waver anything. Like, 
I was supposed to have I don't a- think I can't remember the last time you put in waivers properly, mate. I know. Oh, I do it in bash all the time because we clear waivers on a Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Wait, How are you doing in bash, by the way? I'm absolutely flying. Are you? Really? <laughs> I think I'm like third or something. Now right oh, now. nice. I am like middle of the pack. Actually, I'm probably bottom of the pack. I am 17th. Robbie absolutely I'm... smashed me this game week, man. Yeah, Robbie does that, mate. He beat me in my uh, league cup. <laughs> ah, true, true, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I I think your your moves make sense. Um, it's it's crazy that in that league, um, I feel like you've constantly just been rolling out three defenders and just like it just works. playing with fire. It <laughs> works, man. <laughs> I mean, it does. It does. You're ahead of me. I mean, not by much, but you're ahead of me. So super tight Our table. T- well, can, can we talk about that group of death? Like, yeah, it's crazy. What is it now? Four people tied on first, is it? Mate, it's it, it's. Uh, I think you mentioned this as well, like because I think I was bottom of like that tight group or whatever, like that, right? Right. Because uh, I think from first to seventh is a difference of three points. Yeah, yeah. First five are tied on thirty-three points. Then yeah, you and one other thirty-eight points. Yeah, and then the rest are like eighteen and below. Yeah, big <laughs> <It's gap>. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is gonna be a fun race to the rest of the season, right? Man, honestly. Yeah, I mean, do you have any other like um, concerns or anything else you want to kind of talk through about your leagues or stuff like that? Not so much. I mean, this blank game week isn't a big one, but I typically just. I don't go too crazy on the blank game weeks. Yes, I'm missing Rodri, Haaland, Wissa. But you know what? I'm just going to roll out who I have. I'm not going to try to drop or pick up anyone massive changes or anything like that. Um, I'll just, if I have to take the loss, I take the loss, whatever. So you're not going to drop Haaland? Oh, I considered it. But, ah, uh, nah. He's an okay asset, I guess. Yeah, he's all right. So, uh, league updates for me. So, funny enough, like, I was pulling up the app on the side. And in, like, our notes and stuff, like, I put for, like, starting with DPL as with my updates. I put, you know, I, I got a win in the league. I got a win in the cup. But now I'm seeing, like, scores have changed again. So, I don't know if, like, Fantrax has now added the Bournemouth scores. No, I think in DPL, they manually bumped up everyone's scores right okay so i won in the league with like 10 men um but i ended up now apparently i guess losing in the in the cup group stage or whatever um which is unfortunate but i kind of suspected some shit was gonna go down with this whole born with luton scores assets that sort of stuff like i mean it still says on the app that they're still trying to figure out a decision or whatever like that yeah. so who knows it might it might change back again right but um yeah uh focusing on the league uh i mean i was happy because uh i ended up getting the win only playing like 10 men like i know i started as and he was on the bench and he came off the bench uh versus city as a sub i mean they got a penalty he didn't take it at least it took it but I'm still counting that as, like, a dud play or whatever. Right. Uh, so, uh, it, it's funny. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure last time we potted when I said I was, like, going to be short in terms of men in both leagues. 
Uh, I just accepted the loss. So this was a very pleasant surprise. Uh, in terms of uh, give me good, uh, I mean, my Newcastle-Everton-Defensive stack came through yet again. Livermento, Dubrovka, Patterson, who I grabbed for Mikalenko when I couldn't get Mikalenko back, which kind of sucks. Um, Tarkowski, Jackson even, with his tap-in goal that everyone was, like, mocking because, I guess, <laughs> no one was really focusing on Jackson and everyone was kind of looking at some foul during that game or something like that, but, yeah. Uh, regrets, uh, I mean, I, I've already kind of bitched about, like, not having Cunha anymore, dropping his ass for Huang, who just can't seem to score well unless he gets an attacking return uh, in the last few game weeks, which is pretty annoying. Uh, roster concerns, uh, I've got Jensen and Tony, uh, who are duds because Brentford don't play, and also because, I mean, they're not fit. Uh, Jota is still not fit. Like I mentioned, didn't get back Mikalenko, so I'm not sure if Patterson becomes another dud spot in my team. Waiver picks, I dropped McAtee because we talked about this in Waiver Pod as well, right? Yeah, he's not worth it. Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, away to Aston Villa, it's going to be a very fucking tough game for them. So I was like, might as well just try and punt somewhere else. I'm sure I should be able to get him back because I don't think many people will will be eyeing him up. Uh, but yeah, dropped him for Nick Williams, which is going to be interesting given that uh, Steve Cooper has lost his job. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, Nico Williams could end up being a drop in the end. Uh, Adam Smith, I dropped uh, for Vinicius, like you, uh, taking the Fulham punt versus Burnley. So we'll see how that turns out with the whole Munoz stuff and all that. Um, in terms of IGL, uh, I should actually double check whether the scores change in IGL as well. Um, so for IGL, uh, I believe, yeah, scores are still the same. Uh, so I got the win in the league, lost in the cup to Robbie. Um, I mean, shout out to you, Robbie. You're a fantastic manager, so deserved win. Um, Gave me good, again, league is my main focus. Cups, I, I don't really kind of account for or study. If I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. But yeah, another good thing is, again, winning a league match with 10 men, like having so many injuries, missing players, that sort of stuff. Yeah, it was it was a big, massive fucking surprise for me. Um, In terms of uh, regrets, I guess nothing really. I mean, the good thing about it as well is like, I think this game week is the week that I grabbed Keane as a free agent. So that helped. It was a massive fucking swing in terms of points, right? 27 of them. So really, really happy about that. Um, What else? Uh, Roster concerns, I guess, for upcoming game week. I've got three duds, uh, which is basically my Brentford players, Jensen and Buemo Tony. Uh, one injured, one, I don't know what the hell's going on, and one still coming back from suspension. And then FA slash waiver picks. Uh, I dropped Keane because I don't think he keeps his spot, especially also because he scored an own goal in the cup game. Man can't stop scoring, man. Yeah, he's back to his uh, regular form, you know. <laughs> uh, but dropped him for Mateta uh, and dropped J-Rod, who was a 45-minute sub for Lyle Foster, who's back. Thank fuck. So happy to see him back, to be honest. He's over his stuff, you know. It's great. It's great to see. 
But uh, yeah, I assumed he's uh, Gerard's minutes are probably you know numbered in that sense. Uh, and I grabbed Patterson um, just in case you know he kind of keeps his spot because he he did quite well I think in his appearance. So yeah, those are my moves. Those are my picks and results and all that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any questions or so shall yeah? What's so up? I'm on. I mean, you spoke about it. You picked up Nico Williams. Um. Mm. So I I I went looking and I was like, you know what, is Aurier back yet? He looks like he has a solid red flag. He he should have played, but he didn't pass a late fitness test last game week. Mm. But he's fit again. I just feel like Aurier is the kind of player who can benefit from uh, Nuno, mm. and I'm wondering if it's worth grabbing, stashing, and just seeing it pan out. If not, just drop him. But I guess. Question is, what players can benefit from Nuno? And I guess I'm putting this forward to you before we jump into our questions itself. Yeah, I mean, we've we've got a question about that exactly, right? Yeah. So maybe we just well, we can just save save that answer, sure. yeah, for sure, then. Sure. But it it is a genuine concern because, like, now I'm even thinking about it, like in terms of how the fixtures are staggered for the upcoming game week, like. Uh, the Forest fixture and Everton, for example, like I'm thinking about my one of my rosters, like the one I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, let's see, in the DPL league, I have Nico Williams. Uh, do I have Nico in the IGL? Let me let me actually double check that real quick. Give me one second. Um, yeah. So, for example, like uh, in the IGL league. I've got both Nico Williams and Patterson, right? So I mean, it's it's a bit risky in the sense that I kind of wish like the Everton fixture was first. Right. So then, if I knew Patterson wasn't starting, I'd immediately grab Aurier, and then that way I have that short handcuff, and whoever starts, I keep. Whoever doesn't, I just drop immediately. Right. Because I don't think either of them are a hold. But then again, who knows, right? The value of Nottingham Forest assets will change with uh nuno's entry and i mean we're assuming nuno gets the job right i i don't True. think he was confirmed it's not, it's not confirmed yeah yeah so but i definitely there will be a change in output and i think i'm most interested to see how morgan gibbs white is gonna fare because he's kind of dropped off a cliff in terms of his value like he's only turned out to be a bit of a flat track bully yep. so i'm not sure if that changes and stuff like that and who knows like system changes players like Cho might come into the full like it's gonna be very interesting um but i i agree with your point uh going back to about ori and stuff like that i think if if you have an asset from one of the earlier fixtures and you've got nick williams so like you know you've got a defender from crystal palace brighton villa sheffield united west ham or manchester united then i think if that player from that team doesn't start and you're a Nico Williams owner, then I'd be grabbing Aurea. Like, then you have a sure wingback starter and assuming Nuno comes in, you assume the wingbacks go back to being one of the best assets from Nottingham Forest. Yep, yep. Agreed. Cool. That was a great rant. Yeah. <laughs> but logical. For sure, for sure. All right, cool. Uh, so now I think we will take our halftime pint. And we will be back after the break with questions. So we'll see you in a bit. And we are back. Okay, so we got a lot of questions. All Discord? 
All Discord. Uh, but by the way, did you um do any Christmas prep? Define prep. I cooked a ham over the weekend. Um, Ooh. Yeah, it came out nice. Uh, and you didn't even put it in the Discord? Oh, yeah. Damn it. I honestly, I have doubles so often and I always forget to put it in Discord. It's like, <laughs> as it enters my hand, it's in my mouth. So, yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. I really. I, I made really... a lot of pastels over the weekend, by the way. Yeah, mom. See? Mom, mommy made as well and um, came out great. I went, collected my share. Um, <laughs> did none of the work ate all of it oh yeah so good they usually like her and her siblings two of them um they share pastels amongst each other so like they'll each swap like 10 or 12 pastels so you get mm. variety you don't have to eat the same kind the same taste every time it's a good time it's a good time yeah we made chicken beef and lamb nice this season yeah should be interesting uh but yeah i mean if you're interested in what we're talking about food wise uh we've got a channel for that in our discord and uh there's pictures so come check it out yeah apart from that um my team at work we're doing our christmas thing on thursday um i've done are you doing secret santa for, for we that? are we are oh what did you get your your person I, i'm assuming they don't listen to the pod so you're not gonna ruin the gift no it's like they collect uh cows i got them a cow a stuffed cow okay <laughs> for a weird. second it's i weird. was like you got them a whole cow <laughs> like, <laughs> like i know this is trinidad and like cows are like a thing i guess like i'm not getting married man <laughs> yeah. dowry dowry exactly <laughs> um, what about you how are your prep going uh, good. I mean, uh, uh, again, we I put up like pictures in the Discord. It's it's terrible, man. I think you've been more active in the chats, and I've kind of just been busy with life. And when I do get time to come in the Discord, I don't read messages. I know, just drop pictures and like, hi everybody, I love you. I hope yeah, everyone's yeah. good. <laughs> like, you're that guy. I'm just I'm just dropping good vibes, you know. Yeah, you're that but, guy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so this weekend uh, we decorated the tree. Um, made pastels uh yeah just kind of hung out with my family helped them with uh christmas prep getting the house ready a bit of diy stuff i was doing my christmas shopping during my conference today like so when we went to the drinks uh at one point uh, after all like the talks and stuff today people came up to me and were like oh what were you working on your laptop so hard man do you have something to do <laughs> i was like do my christmas shopping mate like <laughs> nice those snuggies aren't going to buy themselves. There you go. I don't know what you're really talking about. But <laughs> I think we should jump into some questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So I think let's uh, go, you know, back and forth, take turns, that sure. sort of stuff. So I'll let you go first. Okay. First question up from Habba Boy. I know it's Habba Boy, but prefer hubble boy <laughs> yeah how do i solve a problem named marcus rashford do i just have to keep him on my bench and hope he gets better at some point at this stage he's actually worse than having an injured player in my squad if mo's in your uh, league give him to mo yeah mo, <laughs> mo would give you good value for ash 
I think Mo is the only manager I'm aware of that still believes in Marcus Rashford's potential of scoring points. You mean you're not trying to handcuff Rashford Martial? (laughs) (laughs) Only you would do such a thing. (laughs) So, okay. I admit he's at an all-time low, right? Like, very, very, very low value on Rashford right now. I do share the sentiment that he will probably deliver some value at some point in the season. Only because I'm blindly holding on to Bruno and hoping the same, right? So, he needs yeah, an outlet. But, but Bruno's different. He's yeah, got yeah. set pieces. I agree. He's got penalties. But even though he gives some to Rashford. like. But it's all conditional on wholly on Manchester United turning around, right? Like, Bruno can tick along as he is. 10 points, 10 points. That's not enough for our first round pick. Yeah, agreed. So, I really hope that United find a way to work or just get rid of Ten Hag, really. Come on. Um, and that turns it around for Ash. Hopefully, maybe. Who knows? I know you're yeah. not that positive on him as I am. No, I'm not. And I'm so glad I didn't get him in any of the Me leagues too. that I'm in. I've got like only one Manchester United asset, I think, across four leagues that I'm playing in. So Oh, I own Dalo. Dalo's good. Yeah, I mean, until he got his red card, so... <laughs> he still put up nine points, man. Which is crazy, I actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it, you can't drop... Rash- I know we joked about it on our waiver pod. We were like, just drop him. But you obviously cannot, right? So, it, it, trade, you, you... I mean, why are you going to put yourself through that pain? But, uh, I mean... Assuming he does bounce back like you're tipping him to bounce back, what would be a fair trade value for him, though? Because you don't want to trade him for pennies, right? He's still got name value, club value, like associated with one of the best teams that we've seen in the past few decades and stuff like that. So, Okay, let me throw out one. Would you trade Dukure for Rashford? I'd keep to Corey. Yeah, same. Hmm. Okay, so we have to go lower than the Corey. Bernardo Silva. I'd take Bernardo Silva. I'd probably go right. Um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Would you go Richarlison or Rashford? Rich. Which is sad. <laughs> Because Rich was so fucking frustrating to own this season. All Maybe right. Rashford just needs surgery. Havertz <laughs> or Rashford? Havertz still is not going to Oh, that is a fucking great fucking trade right there. I don't even actually know. I don't oh want either. Oh my god, I don't. I want neither. I, uh, yeah, same. Like, fucking hell. That's a terrible yeah, conundrum yeah, yeah, to be yeah. in. That's a fantastic, like, like, thinker. But, oh my god. That's a great one. You know what? We should put that poll in our Discord and see how what people think. Yeah, we should. That's a great fucking trade. Yeah. Wow. Basically, yeah, I mean, we're saying... selling high on Kai, really. <laughs> Basically, right? yeah. And we're yeah. saying you're not getting much value out of Rash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would try and trade him. Don't keep him on your bench. Because like you said, I mean, you nailed the fucking point, right, Howard Boy? Uh, he's worse than having an injured player. So. Yes. Yeah. 
All right, cool. Our next question is from Subatomic Squash. Uh, help me decide between two Chelsea boys as my defender four slash five. I picked up Gusto last week, but I see Bariashile on the waiver, and I feel like he may be a better choice over Gusto for the nice run of fixtures that Chelsea have. I don't want to roster both of them. Which one should I stick with? So I think Gusto's attacking potential is kind of hyped up a bit too much. I don't think he was ghosting that well when he was playing and James was injured. I actually think Bariashile will be a better asset and more nailed so agreed yeah agreed like i think his double assist that he got in that route versus luton was inflated by just raheem sterling having good finishes right right because it was like hey raheem take the ball raheem does all the fucking hard work like (laughs) dribbles through everyone has good finishes sort of thing yeah, I guess if it was like FPL, I'd prefer Gusto, but in this format, I think Badi Shile. Yeah. I wrote about Badi Shile, I think, in my Weaver article this game week as well. Um, he's got decent ghost point potential. He's already gotten an attack and return for the season. I think he started four of the last five games. Yep. Uh, 90-minute performances. Uh, yeah, I, I I like Badi Shile. I prefer Badi Shile. Um, I think Gusto can easily be rotated in or out, like yeah, especially if Colwell's fine. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think we're both on the same page there, Ryan. So yeah, thanks, uh, Subatomic Squash. We'll move on to the next one. So next one is from Draft Espresso. Thanks again for shouting us. Well, the Discord. Um, obviously putting it to use. He asks, okay. This is actually just a very hypothetical one, but let's say we included managers in this crazy old game that we all play. How would you score your managers? And he gives some suggestions, right? Like minus points for bookings on the sideline, uh, positive points for impact subs made by your manager. Any other ideas? I love that positive impact. Yeah, like, so has a that's gauge, a solid one. What I really want to know, though, uh, if you have Eddie Howe, do you have his points because Jason Tyndall is also like a manager? <laughs> so I think like good pressers should get you good points. So Ange would be a beast, and Howe should just be out the door. Like you tell yeah. so many damn yeah. lies, man. Yeah, negative two for every lie that you tell. <laughs> right, or like Pep, the, just the uh the vagueness around his updates, like. Oh, I don't know if this player is fit. Yo, I would not be shocked if Haaland's out long, eh? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Some managers like Pep like to hold their cards close to their chest, man. Uh, also, I think if you tell a joke in a presser, you get a laugh. Oh, like, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Plus two, maybe, something like that. Ted Lasso would kill this shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. What else? What else can we do? Oh, you know what I really like to see? Um, like a a manager penalty for like, like head like the two clashes of the managers like when they go against each other on the sideline like true yeah or yeah, arguing yeah, yeah. with the fourth official or something like yeah dog points yeah 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 
uh celebrations for like you know scoring a goal and stuff like that true true getting involved with the team celebrations yeah 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 uh what about attire as Ooh. well how they dress you mean the snood yeah the snood <laughs> you know are they in a suit uh yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. wet like uh, are they just getting soaked with the rest of their team or are they you know full on you know winter coat that sort of stuff like i got one for you then what about picking your nose oh <laughs> i would say that's a very low blow oh well done well done <laughs> <laughs> well done oh i love it the dad jokes never end on this pod i know right <laughs> draft i yeah, think I, I think we did you proud man that was a great yeah. question that was so fun yeah fucking love that yeah yeah yeah. all right sweet let's move on to the next one um so we've got a couple of questions from mr 674 who apparently isn't from nauru or wherever we (laughs) found his location (laughs) um so his first question we'll take them one at a time his first question is thoughts on ivan tony do we see him living up to the build of do we see him living up to all the build-up of his return I want to say yes, um, especially yeah. with Mbwemo, the injury looking longer term than we expected. I feel like uh, Brentford would do as much as they need to to keep him. And I think he's going to come back hungry, mm-hmm. annoyed that he had to sit on the sidelines and then just mm-hmm. ready to take the world on. Um, the rest of the Brentford squad does need to step it up, though, to support him kind of a shaky period for them recently but i think it'll be fine yeah i trust thomas frank to find a solution because i feel like every time they've had a setback and i've personally doubted him they've maybe might have stumbled one or two games but they've kind of found a way to steady the ship and uh keep getting results positive results yeah exactly yeah and I, I don't know what the situation with Kevin Sade is as, as well, right? I don't know if his return might also be timely given Mbwemo's absence for like three months and some of like that. But I mean, I don't think Mbwemo's in our questions, but I think it's a good point to have a quick thought about him. Like, out for three months, people are talking about dropping him in leagues and stuff like that and maybe holding him if you have playoffs. Where do you stand on uh, this? Yeah, if I had playoffs, I would hold. Um... I think he's going to come back in with as high value as he has now, despite if Tony's there and firing. Like, I just think the connection between the two of them was always very good. And with Tony there, it only benefits him. I don't think I would hold. Like, you've held Tony all this long. So I kind of hold them in the same regard, kind of. And with injuries as well, sometimes they come back sooner True. than they're actually... True you know prescribed or suggested that they're out for or whatever um and it's not like it's a a massive injury i mean granted he's had surgery or having surgery or whatever but it's not like he's broken a bone or anything like that like i felt like it, it was weird like i thought it was such a minute like just a Same. roll of the ankle you know roll of the mill sort of injury um yeah it's, it's weird that he came for surgery that one took me by surprise but i agree um with with your point uh hold for playoffs and 
league would you drop? Maybe, yeah, maybe. So like in our league, which is just league, I dropped Robertson, which I probably wouldn't have dropped if it was playoffs. Fair. But Fair. granted that, Robertson was going to be out for much longer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And Mr. 674's next question. Uh, so he just realized he's pretty set for his squad for the next few weeks. He shouldn't need to make any waiver FA pickups. So he should have a decent spot in the waiver wire order for the January transfers. Is it wise to forfeit the FA slash waiver pickups to gain a better order position for January? So my first season playing fan tracks, um, I did that from, I guess, game week two on. It hurt me so badly. But at this point in the season where it's so close to the waiver, um, sorry, the Jan window, it probably is worth it if your squad can last throughout this busy period. I, I do think the wins on paper are more important than being in an ideal waiver spot for Jan. So if it is coming down to, I need to pick up this player uh, to have a full squad for the game week, so I need to waiver someone, or I just need to pick up a free agent to get my win for in a given game week. Um, I would prioritize that over holding on to that waiver spot. But at this point in the season, yeah, I think you could easily wait it out if your squad looks decent. Yeah, I think it's very squad dependent, league dependent, where your season's at, that sort of stuff. I think January is always a prime opportunity to get a top asset. There's not going to be many of them. Correct. But I think there will definitely be one that stands out. I mean, we've had some top, top players come in January windows before, right? Verge, Bruno Fernandes, Aubameyang. Like, so there will be opportunity for it. But again, I, th- I think, Ryan, you've made a great point. It, it really is dependent upon your situation. So I, I think maybe um, for Mr. Nauru, <laughs> um, <laughs> that uh, if he can afford to to wait, then why not hold out? Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, let's move on to the next question. Then. All right. Next one from one of our regulars. Love the name. Squirtle did it. Uh, okay. What are some of the trades that have been executed in your home leagues and any other leagues that you're a part of? It doesn't have to be your own trade, but trade that other owners have done as well and how would you rate them so i I mean we could probably talk about uh the league that both of us are in together okay right yeah uh which is the dpl calm league so i'm just pulling that up right now uh so the first trade that was done Oh, should we go from most recent to to back? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I'm seeing that apparently Purvis's Tupanan was sold for six fab. What? I'm now seeing that too. That that sounds... went under the radar. That yeah. happened last game week. What the fuck? Two days ago. Uh, that sounds ridiculously cheap. That is crazy. But I guess there's no in- clear indication on the timeline of him coming back. So I get it. Yeah. But yeah. really cheap. Interesting Very one. Cheap. Yeah. Uh, before that one, Cody Gakpo for side Ben Rama. 
rotation for rotation, okay, fair. Gakpo is the yeah. better rotation, I guess, with uh, Afghan coming up, maybe. But better team. Better team as well. Weird one, to be honest. I don't know yeah, even how to shit. feel. Yeah. <laughs> At least Gakpo gets more minutes than Ben Rama. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, I mean, funny enough, even before that, Gakpo was part of a, another trade. Uh, but it was Gakpo and Awonyi at that point for Joelinton and Anthony. So I'm basically seeing that as Joelinton alone, and I'm seeing the other side as Gakpo. And I, I assume Awonyi was fit at the time. Mm. I think the Joelinton side won there. Yeah. I mean, even if Anthony's like a questionable human being, he's still able to get points when he plays. That's true. He's not horrible. Not horrible. Uh, before that, Decoria uh, for Verge. That one is super interesting to me. I guess at that point, Decoria was looking really good. I guess the owner thought uh, they were trading on a high, but he continued to tick along. Verge also stepped it up from there, though. Very fair trade, I, I think. I think it's fair. Yeah, exactly. It's just Reddit, whether you needed the mid or the defense. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, before that, Luis Diaz and Kulusevsky for Rashford and Andreas Pereira. Oh, no. <laughs> this is one where it could easily go against you. It clearly did because Kulu's great at right now. Like, yeah. Luis Diaz and Pereira aren't too far apart at the moment. Like, obviously, yeah. Diaz has way more upside, but Kulu's just smashing it, though. Yeah. I'm taking the Kulu side. Yeah, for sure. That one actually credited the manager who pulled that off because they got an asset who in the long term looks way better than the rest. Yeah, agreed. Uh, do we want nah, to talk about any more? for the next few. I think yeah. there's one we can talk about. Um, Is this in our Bash League? No, no. Uh, still here. Jesus. Oh, okay. And Tirte Fab for Son. I take Son. Same. Um, I don't trust Jesus or Jesus's injury record. So neither me. And I think Tirte Fab is a bit light. Hmm. Uh, but it was done pretty much beginning of season, August sixteenth. So we didn't know what we know now. Like Son didn't look like a beater again, and. Yeah, he wasn't playing that number nine position sort no. of thing, I think, at that point. Yeah. But okay. Okay. Interesting. Oh cool. One of the beginning ones. Poro was traded for twenty five, which seems like a bargain now. Oh, absolute bargain. That was before I yeah. think the first game even kicked off, so credit to that manager. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully he's still held. Yeah. Cool. Alright. Uh so Next question is from Frenchy Demba. Uh, I think this question is directed towards me. Yes, I'll read uh, it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Are you quaking in your boots for your bash matchup against Frenchy? No, absolutely not, mate. Bring it on. Come on. <laughs> Frenchy's a Newcastle fan. Like, we both know how this is going to end, bro. Let's see, let's see. Where is the league standing? Frenchy is... 8th, 
with 15 points. You are third with 15 points. The only difference between you guys are points scored, where you've scored at almost 80 points or 80-some points more than him. Yeah. You're the form player, four wins. He's on one win. Ooh, do I back the underdog? I mean, look at the matchup, right? Uh, so if we were to look at current set lineups, uh, he's got Livermentos, Barney, Joel Anton, Sean Longstaff, Ollie Watkins. You can tell he's a Newcastle fan. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, on his bench, Sven Botman, Kenny Tete, Douglas Louise, and Rasmus Hoyland. And then for me, Ben White, Nico Williams, John McGinn, McNeil, and Richarlison in my starting lineup. And then Keane, Mikalenko, and Solomon on the bench. So you can tell you're an Everton fan. <laughs> I mean, they do wear blue. True, true. I mean, waivers have, haven't processed in this league yet, so I, I'm, I don't want to judge yet. Yeah, I wouldn't judge yet, but it does look like you are slightly favored because... His assets are a little weird, like the long staff pick and uh, the ceiling doesn't seem that high, you know what I mean? But they face Luton. This True. Game. Now is the week you'd want a Newcastle stash. Yeah. Fair, fair. <laughs> Interesting My one. My boots are uh, shaking slightly now. <laughs> These boots are made for shaking. Sorry, and shaking is what they do. <laughs> All right, uh, Which our next question. Frenchy dumb, dumb walk all over <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. We uh, so, our next question is from Yao G8, one of our regulars. Um, so, his question is Are there any immediate beneficiaries from Nuno's appointment as forest manager? I genuinely don't know what to make of this. I think wingbacks. Oriel, Nico, we mentioned a lot. Who even goes on the next side? I can't even remember. Uh, Toffolo. Toffolo, yeah. Yeah, I would actually think Toffolo's value goes up, which it's pretty high right now. Um, I only remember Nuno being good at Wolves. Same. Because when he went to Spurs, he played 4-2-3-1 and it didn't work out. Correct. Uh, hmm. Who else? I can't think of it, really. I, I guess it really just depends on who he uses to because there's so many players at Forest. Like, does Ilanga continue to be a decent option? I don't know. I would think Morgan Gibbs-White still be, is pivotal to what they do. Just I don't know how pivotal. And like you said, he's a flak trap bully at the moment anyhow. So, yeah. really, it'd be hard to not go up in value for him. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, Boli at one point was great for Nuno, but then I felt like Boli got frozen out by, by Nuno at one right. point. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. It's a very weird one. Honestly, I have no idea. We might have to do a bit of a deep dive into Nuno's uh, performance in the Saudi League, uh, see how he performed. Um, though, to be fair, I think he was managing the team that had Benzema and Kante and stuff like that. So, uh, okay. I'm not sure so. if we can... We could probably judge that one. Smashing it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, could you imagine he brings Benzema to Nottingham Forest? Like, bro. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to the next question then. Okay, next one is from Max. How does Nkunku coming back affect Palmer's role in the team? 
you're the Chelsea fan. Pretty appropriate, I'd say. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I should have probably watched the Newcastle game, but uh, I'm just wondering where Nkunku came on uh, during a sub. Because, like, one of the places I kind of like going to for looking at how um, formations switch during substitutions and stuff like that is who scored. Um, they do tend to, like, show where the player drops in and if the manager makes a change in tactics, they also change the formation on the pitch and stuff. So from what I'm seeing, when Nkunku came onto the pitch, he came into the left midfield role, so left cam role sort of thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I feel like Palmer's still just going to be good, possibly even better. Like, you're playing with good players. Like, your output should still be good. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worried about it, and I still think Palmer will keep penalties. Like, if he couldn't take them off of Sterling, what's the guarantee he's going to take them off Nkunku? Granted, I heard, like, the argument for, oh, you know, what if Nkunku was promised penalties before, you know, mm. he signed for the club? Because Palmer wasn't a thought uh, until after Nkunku got injured and stuff like that. Like, Palmer was a very late signing for us, right? Yeah. So it could potentially change. But I would still like to assume that Palmer is still going to be quite pivotal in any success that we have for the rest of the season. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, he's proven himself enough now that he's absolutely nailed in that squad. Um, Nkunku promising positioning because he's very advanced. Uh, if you just put on that auto subs and look at the player positions, that he average position, he's like just outside the op- opposition box, which very exciting as a potential, well, I own in one league. Um, but I agree. I think they're both going to do well. It it really is Nico. I'd be more worried about. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Nico has Afcon, right? So he's going to be absent for a bit, right? It's just you know, are there setbacks to Nkunku's injury? Like, yeah, yeah. What if he flops? Like when he's uh, when Nico's away? Like I still think Nico is, you know, pivotal to certain ways in which we play and I still think he has a lot regardless if he gets attacking returns or gets you fan tracks points like I think he still has a lot to offer to the team so yeah it'll be interesting but like you said I think everyone else suffers Palmer should be safe same sweet all right uh so next question is from Mo. Uh, which player do you think will benefit the most from Salah going to AFCON? Oh, he's got a lot of questions. <laughs> Let's answer that one and then I'll go on to the others. Uh, I think Jota's back doing some work on his own on the pitch. Okay. Just by himself, though. I think Jota needs to come back into that squad. They really need him. Mm. His composure, his finish. Um. Earlier on, I would have thought Darwin, after seeing him pretty much shit the bed for multiple weeks in a row, I want to say it's going to be Gakpo. I don't know if it mm. is, though. But I feel like it's a matter of time bef- before Klopp needs to trust Gakpo again, give him some opportunities to get that spot, right? I don't yeah. know. I, I wonder if Elliot... 
maybe get more minutes or benefits because I'm just thinking of who do they have out and out for that right wing? I can't. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's I, and that's what's that's what keeps coming to my mind is like someone has to so play on that so right side. There, no? Maybe. Where's yeah, he play maybe. for Hungary? Does he play left wing? I think it might be left. He plays on the front too. I think Sobo can play there. Hmm. But I, I, I think Gakpo also benefits though. Yeah, I think You're so. Right there. I do think Gakpo gets something. Does Darwin potentially become a waste asset? That that's my concern, yeah. Who gets pens? I guess that's a person who's gonna benefit a lot too. Jota? If Jota's fit? I'm not sure. Sobo? Let's yeah, ask, that's a great let's question. Let's ask uh, Robbie and Robbie could chime in. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely one for our inside tracks members. Um so again, guys, like if you're part of a Discord, you'll know like uh we've got our inside tracks members. Not all of them, but some of them are in that chat. And um I mean we even got a request, right? Uh to have like fan groups and stuff like that. Um so if there are team specific questions, you can like tag the team. And uh, it should tag all the relevant fans and stuff like that. And you get more direct, relevant input or feedback with, with respect to your questions. But, yeah, this one is is definitely a, a bit confusing, a bit of a toss-up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think I think we kind of hit the hit the right points. Um, I'm glad I'm glad we were on the same page about the Nunez worry, though. Yeah. Because him and Salah definitely do have a connection. They do. They do. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, next from Mo uh, is what's your plan with Embuemo? We kind of talked about that. We did. Right? So I don't think we have to touch on it much more because he's saying he has playoffs, so he might uh, keep him uh, till then. Uh, he's. I think he has, his other question is, is, is Nkunku the real answer for Chelsea's struggle? Because I feel like when Nkunku is back... Uh, the same question will be asked: What's his best position? So is he worth trading in? And what do you th- and do you think he's worth it? Uh, he also says uh, a lot of questions. Don't kick me out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we just touched on Nkunku as well. I do think. Um, I mean, I've said this before on some assets, and they've not always panned out. But I do think he has what it takes to hit the ground running in the Premier League. Uh, it's unfortunate the injury and that might hamper him a bit, but I think he is going to help Chelsea massively. Is he the answer to Chelsea's struggle? No. Mm. I think you guys need a proper out-and-out striker with confidence that is going to... And I think I think the play needs to kind of be developed for the player too, right? Like the team needs to work for that guy. Um, Kind of like how Drogba was that focal point and I mean, I guess you had Lampard in the middle. It was it was kind of unfair to make that comparison, but yeah, I don't really feel like Poch has an identity with Chelsea yet, so I don't think Nkunku is going to be the answer. But who knows? Yeah, you yeah. as a Chelsea fan, any anything you want to add? My gut keeps telling me I think he's just going to be a, like return dependent yeah? initially. Really. Yeah, I don't I don't know if if he's going to be the ghost player we we think he's going to be. Okay. Or maybe other managers might suspect he's going to be like uh 
Mm. Yeah, just like because like the formation we saw even versus Newcastle, it was like a four-two-three-one, right? And I just suspect like Cole and the other midfielders like Gallagher and Zokaishiro are going to be feeding whichever front three is going to end up playing. Um, and I, I just feel like even in preseason, from what I remember, like Inkunku was more like of a tapping merchant, right place, right time, scoring goals, sort of thing. I mean, he he might link up, but I I don't. He doesn't he doesn't strike me as that sort of guy. But again, he's not played a single minute in the league. He's just back from injury. Things could change. Injury to other players can change. Tactics can change. Like we have no fucking fullbacks, mate. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Who knows, right? Who knows? Like the the creativity isn't gonna come from our width like it usually does. So it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see how not only in Kunku but other assets uh kinda evolve over time or even into next season and stuff like that. Fair. Alright, uh so final question. So last one is from Gianni Depp. So hopefully I didn't butcher that. Um, who is the odd man out once KDB starts? He's going to suggest a few names: Bernardo Silva, Alvarez, Foden? Question mark. Anyone else? Maybe. Hmm. Alvarez takes a hit. No set pieces. Yeah. Okay. Surely. No set pieces, or maybe just corners from one end. Yeah. Um. I just think Pep, with a properly fit squad again, could go back to what he does best, the Pep roulette. Um, I think all of them take a hit. Is there a chance that Alvarez does worse in ghost points? Not like he's been smashing it recently in ghost points, but then becomes goal dependent. dependent. I think, like, yeah. I'm just thinking like KDB playing like a number eight or deep playmaker and just putting in the perfect ball into the box and people just waiting to smash them into the back of the net. Yeah. Um, we know his connection with Hall already. Yeah. I guess it, it kind of depends on the team they're playing. If the opposition is focused on Holland and leaves Julian free, sure, maybe it does free up that ability. And Julian, we know, can finish, right? Uh, I think, yes. Ghost points might take a hit, but potential to return should go up. I think the team as a whole potential should go up. We know the quality of play KDB is. It's just from a minutes perspective, I think everybody's got risk a bit more. Yeah. Like, initially, I think like it's going to be Rodri, assuming everyone's fit, Rodri, KDB, Bernardo Silva is like in a mid-three sort of thing, and then Hall obviously up top. And then the other two are just rotation positions. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But who knows with Pep? He's a fucking madman and he'll do all kind of wild shit. So. Correct. Cool. But uh, those are the questions. And that is the pod. Not bad. Longer one for uh, no waiver picks, but fun one. Fun one. Yeah. I think I think I think we had fun. I really love our non fan tracks related questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, it really really adds some life to the pod. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, 
hopefully um we can get this out to you i mean it's wednesday 3 a.m where we're finishing up so hopefully we get this to you by wednesday evening because the game week starts on a thursday weird weird as fuck really um but this will be our final pod before christmas oh yeah i think for sure um i think next few are probably going to be so close together it might just be waiver pods yeah, 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 yeah. Because oh, we might have a, a waiver pod on the 23rd, actually. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of, like, regular business and stuff like that, um, in terms of, like, fun names and stuff, um, it's our last crack at, like, a Christmas name, True. which I found a great name for when I went to a pub quiz the other day. Um, and the team name was Banter Claws. And I was like, what? Whoa. <laughs> Why How is that not never, our name? Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Good inspiration. But yeah, um, final thoughts? Anything you want to add before we sign off, Ren? No. Um, have fun as usual, as Ras would say, but especially at this time of year, you know, all the best for the season, guys. Don't overthink it. Don't stress too much out on fantasy. It's just a game. Don't do that to your family. Enjoy the time with them. All of those good things. Yeah. Happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all the stuff. Uh, if you don't celebrate, still enjoy the time off. Just relax, spend time with family. If you don't drink, then you should start. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, just have fun, enjoy, enjoy it. Um, again, as always, uh, can't stress enough. Uh, if you have any questions, have any doubts, come hit us up in the Discord. Uh, because if we can't respond, our community will. Um, we've really, um, I think, been very lucky to to have such a unique gathering of uh, Fantrax managers in one space um, and who are always happy to chat about uh, anything and everything. It doesn't have to be about Fantrax. It can be about food. It can be about pets. Like, yeah, it's, it's a great community that we're a part of. Agreed. Cool. All right, bud. Um, I'm going to go to bed. Because I've got one more day of this conference. So I'll see you when I see you. Peace. Peace.